Okay, so I was reading, listening to this audiobook the other day, and it was called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, and one of uh, the things that was interesting to me was when he said something in the lines of You have to choose what is worth being in pain for. Like, for example, most people think that they want a relationship, like, or they want great sex, or they want a, a successful business, or they want to have a, a lot of money and stuff, but they really don't want it, like, passionately want it, because the people who do get those things are the ones who sleep, like, who sleep, breathe, and breathe that type of environment, you know? Like, okay, most people will say that they want those things, right? But aren't willing to do, aren't willing to do the journey that goes through it. Like, um, aren't, like, let's look at a business, right? aren't ready for the business to go tank or having multiple failed businesses or like failed um like just a lot of failure and disappointment and people not getting back to you and all the negative stuff that comes with it losing money and not making profit being broke for a shit ton of years um and then but like most people aren't with the consistency right they don't want to keep on getting beat down most people just want that instant gratification of the success but they're not willing to really really work for it and keep on repeatedly failing and having that pain of rejection or failure and all that stuff and the people who do make it you know they're the ones who who realize that they're gonna fail right or um but still love it at the end of the day you know they see like the the negative with the positive and they don't want just the ne they don't want just the positive they want the negative as well like this book did a like a really good job of like acknowledging and accepting the negative qualities of life you know these negative feelings of like guilt shame failure and sort of accepting it as a part of us you know, but then moving on, you know, not really dwelling on them, but, but not ignoring them either. Or like another example was most people want like incredible sex, right? But they're not willing to have that uncomfortable discussion with the other person or to like share a link where like that porn site or whatever, or, you know, like, it's really hard to have those conversations with somebody. And if you're not going to have good communication, you're not going to have the like like the sex that you want or whatever. And but like people also want good relationships, right? But but what people don't want is the feeling of rejection or um them not texting you back and like that waiting period um the feeling of like not being a priority 
like all the negative qualities that come with it and or like like you know researching um like psychology tips and going to a therapist and talking about it about the problems and acknowledging past traumas and stuff like that So most people want these great things, right? But they don't want the pain that comes with it. And every good thing comes with pain. I think a lot of like amazing things are this coin, right? Like you have this, um, you have like one side of it, one side of the coin is like amazing and all these positive notations, right? But on the other side, it's the same amount of negative notations as the positive. And it's a balance, you know? And you have to figure out whether or not it's worth it to you. Like, whether you you give a fuck about it. You know, whether or not, like, you're willing to go through the pain or the negative notations to have the positive. Because, like, if we were just to have positive thoughts and all the time and positive notations, it would just be a boring world and we wouldn't grow as a human being. This week, um, I had some, like, like, conversations with the person I'm dating, right? And they were sort of hard and, like, because he gets a different perspective of me than I get a, than I view myself, right? And... And the thing is, like, I'm a pretty outgoing person and, like, a good communicator, whatever. And the thing, like, I keep finding out is that it's really easy for me to talk about politics and, like, philosophy and the universe or whatever. But I fucking hate talking about emotions. I don't even know why, or just my emotions, or the way I feel, or, you know, because it's so uncomfortable, and I don't want to make the other person feel uneasy, I don't want to make them judge me, or, you know, there's this shame, like, oh, something's wrong with me, you know, or because it's not positive emotions, so I don't want to share them, so I just, like, keep distracting myself, or dismiss and just go into a different, deeper conversation about philosophy or something. It's amazing how much, like, you learn about yourself when you're with another person. You know, like, he does things that, like, upset me. And I'm like, wait, hold up. Why am I upset? <laughs> and then, like, I, like, 
I gotta really figure it out, you know? Like, it can be something simple. Like, not simple, but it's actually really annoying. Like, he won't text me back for, like, hours or something. And then, like, um, how to reflect on your thoughts is, okay, he doesn't, he doesn't text me back in a long time. Uh, like, what's wrong? Like, why is he not texting back? And then it's like, oh, okay, he's probably busy or something or whatever. But then there's still, like, a feeling of, like, like rejection or, like, not a priority or he's not dependable or something like that. And then I look at myself and I'm like, damn, I do the same exact thing. <laughs> like, sometimes I just open a message and I don't even look, like, I just don't even respond. Even if it's a question. Like, I don't feel bothered. And it's like a mirror sometimes, like, with him and I. I see parts of me and him and then... But like, I just, I learned so much. And the, the learning is difficult because, you know, it's not like the best parts of me that I'm learning about, you know? These negative notation feelings or, or triggers that are like a past trauma. And, um, and it's not really easy. It's actually really hard. Sometimes I just want to cry and, <sighs> yeah. But you know what else? I don't want to have a fucking midlife crisis. And, and you know, like, not heal from my past trauma, you know? So I'd rather deal with it now than later on. It's just for a long time, I thought I was okay. I thought I was okay with about being adopted and I thought I was okay with, I thought I was okay with the peace of, you know, my family and stuff and my dad, and my mom, and I'm not okay with it. And I, I don't know if I'm ever gonna be okay with it because what the fuck happened to me shouldn't have happened. And how do I accept it? How, how do I like move on without this pain? And how do I not reflect it onto my relationships or to like other aspects of my world? I hope this diary, like, it gives people the courage to just start speaking out, you know? Because there is some shitty-ass stuff that we've been going through, and we've been, we just keep putting it under a rug and under a rug. And I see people doing it all the time, you know? Like, my family does it, like... Like, oh, like, my family will be like, oh, Lydia, don't, don't talk to your dad about being a cop or Black Lives Matter stuff or whatever. Just, I don't want him to get upset, Lydia. And it's just like, and it's just like things to keep the peace. And like, oh, it's so aggravating. It's so aggravating because there's, 
there's so much, like, there's a big-ass elephant in the room that nobody's addressing, and it's all of this trauma and un unsaid stuff and these tantrums and all these fights that were never had, and in a way, I think fights are almost healthy now that I think about it. Because fights are basically just like, hey, goddammit, I'm fucking hurting. Just listen to me. And you know what? They might be saying one thing, but subconsciously it's all because of like these core values of being invalidated or vulnerability issues or trust or loyalty. And... I want to do with my life, you know? What am I supposed to be doing right now? Because I keep on looking to the future and and I'm missing all on, on today and you that growth is fucking painful and it's not easy either you know like I go on Pinterest and like I find quotes that relate to me and I'm like yeah wow this really resonates with me and it's so much easier to find quotes than to really speak about them you know because quotes they tell you how you feel without you having to say it and the thing is, I just keep all the quotes. I have thousands of them, you know? But I never share them. You know? I never share them. I just keep piling them. It's this gluttony. I just, I just wanna know that, hey, somebody else felt like me. Somebody else went through the same stuff to say that I'm not, say that I'm not, say that I'm not weird or, you know, to feel like I fit in or something, which is weird, right? Because sometimes I pride myself on being weird and extravagant. spectrum a lot it's just either I'm hella happy or I'm just down in the hole or something and I also learned like like I have anxiety and I overthink overanalyze and and there's moments where I want attention and then there's moments where I want nothing to do with people. I have commitment issues. I can't pick a hobby and I can't, and it's even hard to stay in a relationship. 
Even when everything's going right, I find things to go wrong. I just sabotage it by finding negative. But there's always going to be negatives. And it seems like I'm saying this easily, right? But it still hurts knowing that you have these negative qualities or toxic qualities, right? This world is heaven or it is hell. Why do we keep on looking out for after death to find heaven and hell when we have a planet right here that could be heaven or hell? You know, for some people it's hell. For others it's heaven and, and for a lot I think it's just limbo. How do I make the world that I perceive through my sight and my thoughts my heaven? I don't want to wait for death to see heaven. I don't want to believe in some God to see heaven. I want heaven right now and today. I want to be at peace at my and accept my toxic traits, but also learn to manage them and to evolve to be a better person. To sort of use the negative for my advantage, you know? Use them as a superpower instead of some, this horrible thing that I have to get rid of. Like, for example, like, my commitment issues, like, I procrastinate and stuff, and I don't pick hobbies a lot, but it also means that I experience more life because I try out a lot of things. It also means that, like, I figure out the most efficient way to do something because I'm not willing to do some, like, I really don't like putting in energy when I don't need to. Like I get bored easily, so I just wanna get it done quick. With the smarter, not harder method. Like, what am I going to be? Like, when am I going to be done with my self-development journey? And if I, if the answer is never, right, like that we're always growing, then how do I, how do I fall in love with the journey and accept it and be at peace at that? 
what are the thought processes have to occur, you know? What I really want to know. How do I be okay with this pain? This suffering? That comes with change and self-growth and acknowledging negative things. And looking things in the face. Another thing is, what I, how do I not want to change people? It's weird. We're, we're told to not change, right, and to you know be who you are, but then there's a contradiction. We say, and oh yeah, you're supposed to grow and be a better person, and you'll live a fulfilling life. And there's always a better way of doing things. So this idea of like, don't change is stupid. Because if, if we don't change, then we're just at the same spot that we're always been. What's the fun in that? But once again, that's just my perspective, right? But like, how do I not put my thoughts and my perspectives onto somebody else and criticize them and be a hypocrite for them. Like, in my relationship, I, you know, I, I want him to be more emotional. I want him to open up more. And I want him to change. That's basically what I'm saying. Why is that? You know, I've been with guys who are sensitive and I didn't like it, I didn't find it attractive. Personally me, that's just me. just unconditionally let somebody be who they are and just love them for it. Unconditional love. I think, I think that's crazy, you know? But I think it's worth it, you know? Like this relationship this pain that I'm going through of like uncertainty and uh, all these negative feelings I feel with it. There's a lot of growth to it and a lot of positive things. So at the end of the day, it's worth it. Give and take, right? You know, like the yin and the yang. 
think that's what I believe in. I believe in balance. 